you owe it to your dog to do the best to make sure that he's both happy and healthy throughout his life. It is a responsibility that comes along with the privileges of having him in your home. The question is, how do you do it? Fortunately, naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black created the answer. Been using it for Uno ever since. Uh, for what? Gosh, has it been three years, too? Probably has been. Has it really? Holy cow. Wow. Rough Greens. It's not a dog food. A supplement you sprinkle on the dog's food. Full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants. You name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in Rough Greens. Get your first bag free. All you pay for is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck or 833-GLEN33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. America. Oh, yesterday we thought we were fed up. Uh, the Durham report came out, and I'm now, now I'm now I'm really fed up because the FBI has already fixed the problem. There's really nothing to see here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There is, and uh, we have a solution um, that goes a little farther than oh well. What's going to... Nobody's going to do anything about it. Really? Maybe it's time we do something about it. I'll tell you all about it in 60 seconds. John wrote in about his experience with Relief Factory. He said, I had such severe knee pain for so long, I eventually wasn't able to work anymore. Then I heard about Relief Factor, and within a few weeks, I was not only to go back to work, now I can go hiking and bike riding with virtually no pain at all. Thank you, Relief Factor. John, thank you for trying Relief Factor. I got my life back. I couldn't paint. I couldn't even write. My hands would cramp up so so horribly that I couldn't hold a paintbrush in my hand. I love to paint, and uh, and I just finished my latest. It's uh, my son's bedroom. It is a beautiful cream now, but I couldn't do that before. Anyway, uh, Relief Factor. It's 1995. It's a trial pack, not a drug, so you're not going to be whacked out. Try it now for three weeks. See if it doesn't change your life. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com or 800, the number four, Relief. 800, the number four, Relief. It's ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. All righty. Let's go to uh, Jake Tapper because I think this one is uh, the only example of an honest uh, reporter from yesterday on the Durham report. Here's what he said on CNN. Regardless, the report is now here. It has dropped. And it might not have produced everything of what some Republicans hoped for. It is, regardless, devastating to the FBI. And to a degree, it does exonerate Donald Trump. Wait, what? Now, so you know, Jake Tapper was one of the first ones to really jump on that bandwagon and say, this is true. He was, he is involved in a Russia scandal. So for him to reverse himself, that's a big deal. 
For him to be on CNN and reverse himself, that's a big deal. Maybe we're starting to see a little bit, a little bit of actual journalism come out from Jake Tapper. Now, here's what we found out. This is uh, <clears throat> this is quite amazing. What we found out yesterday was the FBI had zero, zero intel or faith in any of this. So they opened an investigation on something they had no faith on. They had no intel. And more importantly, what we found out is that they had been briefed on the fact that Hillary and her campaign was going to discredit Trump by claiming Russian collusion. Joe Biden was made aware of uh, Clinton campaign plans. Um, he was told in a meeting August 3rd, 2016, August 3rd, 2016, by then CIA director John Brennan in the Oval with Barack Obama, Biden, and James Comey, the FBI director, and other senior administration official, officials, they were discussing Russia's efforts to interfere in the election. And according to Breton's handwritten note and his recollections from the meeting, he briefed on relevant intelligence known to date on Russian election interference, including the this is in a quote, the Clinton plan intelligence. Now, what was that? Durham writes, specifically, Director Brennan's declassified handwritten notes reflect that he briefed the meeting's participants regarding the alleged approval by Hillary Clinton on the 26th of July of a proposal from one of her campaign advisors to vilify Donald Trump by stirring up a scandal claiming interference by the Russian security services, end quote. Now, how can any American say this is not a big deal? Not only did all of this and we already knew we knew it came from the Clinton campaign. Remember, the early stories was this came from a GOP operative. Remember, that was the early thing. This came from a GOP operative. They were doing uh, they were doing research. No, no. The president, the FBI, the CIA Everyone knew that it was decided on July 26th and then briefed in the Oval in August that Hillary Clinton had something called the Clinton Plan Intelligence, where she would release things to try to get the spotlight off of her email scandal. Durham noted that even though Comey was in attendance at this meeting, it did not spark any FBI action. So Comey knew from the beginning. So every time you saw Comey on television saying, well, we don't know. And there's some evidence that we really have to look into. He had been briefed in August and took no action on Hillary Clinton. Then when the Durham report came out, not the Durham report, the um, Christopher Steele file, when that came out, they all knew that that was the Clinton plan intelligence. 
The Durham report goes on to say none of them had any faith in it at all. In fact, while filing for the FISA court uh, filings to be able to spy on Trump, the Durham report says the agents didn't then or in hindsight have any belief that any of these things were true. Okay, so let's just start adding up the crimes here. You have intel that one campaign is going to release false information to tie them to the Russians. Your FBI knows it. Your CIA director is briefing the president, the vice president, Joe Biden, about the Clinton plan intelligence. And they do nothing. But then when they are delivered something that they know comes from the Clinton campaign, they turn on the machine. They then start, the FBI then starts leaking this information to the press, which they have zero confidence in. Durham noted that during Comey's attendance at this meeting, it didn't spark any FBI action. He further highlighted an August 22nd, 2016 email that an FBI cyber analyst sent to the bureau employees and senior intelligence officials informing them of the details of the Clinton plan. They failed to remember any follow-up actions the Bureau might have taken after the second briefing on it. Then the FBI, when they got the Steele dossier, remember the one that no one in the administration believed anything in it, the one that they knew came from Clinton, the one they had been told months before was coming in the Clinton campaign, what was it, the uh, Clinton plan intelligence. When they got it, they went to Christopher Steele. He's the author of the dossier and offered a million dollars. We'll we'll pay you and pay your primary sources money if anyone is able to prove this. So now... When Hillary Clinton's operatives couldn't get anything really solid, they pass it to the FBI. The FBI looks at this and goes, this is garbage. Yeah, I know, but it could be true. All right, offer him a million dollars if he can come up with something. Uh, Okay, anybody have a problem with that? Anybody? Then... Uh, they went, one of the FBI agents, Brian Auten, traveled to Rome and met with Steele on October, uh, 2016. And he made the offer knowing that it relied primarily on one person or subsource. The Bureau paid that subsource. That subsource was uh, Igor Dechenko, they paid him almost a quarter of a million dollars 
even after he was unable to provide any evidence for a single claim, your tax dollars paid him. Now, this is going to get worse. More shockingly, according to the Durham report, the FBI had significant evidence that Dechenko himself was Russian intelligence. It had closed a counterintelligence investigation into him on tw- uh, in 2011 because agents mistakenly believed he had left the country. The FBI investigated Dechenko as a possible Russian spy from 2009 to 11 after a colleague at the Brookings Institute, the left-leaning think tank where he worked, told the FBI that Dechenko raised the prospect of paying him for classified information if the colleague joined the Obama administration. A second Brookings employee also told the FBI he suspected Dechenko of being connected to Russian intelligence. It became a full-fledged investigation when the FBI realized that Dechenko was a known associate of two other spies and had contacts with known Russian intelligence offices and had said he wanted to join the Russian diplomatic service. He also told another person that he worked on special matters for the Russian army and that his Russian passport listed him as connected to the Russian military intelligence service. They paid him 250000 to prove that Trump was colluding with people like him. He couldn't come up with that evidence. Um, let me take you to Jonathan Turley. Jonathan Turley said the AP, the AP tried to dismiss this as not the crime of a century, but Donald Trump termed it. But whether or not anyone will ever be held accountable is hard to get around that indeed nothing like this has ever been done before or that it was so damaging and divisive to our nation. What's criminal is that it appears people might get away with it. That doesn't mean it wasn't the crime of the century. It just means people are not being held to account. There is so much wrongdoing involved in all of this, but let's point out one big lie that we always knew was a lie, which the report now confirms. Do you remember when Adam Schiff, then the chair of the House Intelligence Committee, claimed he had seen evidence that he couldn't share with us demonstrating the Russian collusion? Now that the report verifies there never was anything what was that evidence, Adam? Given Durham's findings that there was no basis for action taken by the FBI in launching the investigation, it would be a good time for former House Intelligence Chair Adam Schiff to reveal the evidence that showed the Russian collusion. There is no evidence. So here's what you have, America. You have a former president that knew someone was going to attack the Republican candidate and make up a story about Russian intelligence so the press would not talk to Hillary Clinton about her emails. The president knew about it. The vice president knew about it. The CIA knew about it. And the FBI knew about it. But they took no action at all. Now, if that isn't throwing an election, 
I don't know what is. If that's not making sure your person wins because you immediately follow it up with being delivered that that you know is false being delivered and then start leaking everything to the press from official sources. I don't know. Um, I'm not going to be happy until people go to jail. Now, the FBI did come out and they said in their statement, the conduct in the 2016 and 2017 special counsel Durham examined was the reason that the current FBI leadership already implemented dozens of corrective actions, which now have been in place for some time. So they fixed it. Nothing to see here. No one went to jail. No one was fired. No one was held accountable. But trust us, they say, we've fixed it. Boy, I'm so close to using a word that I know I can't use and follow it with you to the FBI. There is a serious problem. So how do we fix it? Because they ain't going to fix it. I'll tell you in 60 seconds. Don't know if you've noticed this yet or not, but MyPillow is an incredible company. You helped it become what it is today. And Mike Lindell, the owner and founder of MyPillow, likes to give back to those who have helped him build the company. His later latest offer is his six-piece towel set. They're made with U.S. cotton, extremely absorbent, yet soft and durable. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They typically retail for about $99.98, but for a limited time, you can get this set on clearance for $25 with the promo code BECK. 70% in savings on yet another amazing product from the man who brought you the MyPillow. Here's what I like about this. At $99, that's the set my mother used to say, don't use that, that's for guests. Okay, well, there's no other towel. You, well, you don't use that. Wipe, wipe your hands on your pants. Okay. But for 25 bucks, everybody's in. Six towel set, sell out fast, mypillow.com. Click on the radio listener special squares. Get the clearance price, 25 bucks on the towel set. Deal's not going to last long. Or, uh, order and enter the promo code BECK at checkout. Or you can call 800-966-3117. It's mypillow.com. Promo code BECK. 10 seconds, station ID. Okay, there is so much more to report on what happened yesterday, but I want to give you a little ray of hope here. Got a Twitter um, message from uh, somebody who follows me, Marcus. I have personally moved on from Trump, but I can clearly understand why President Trump can't move forward. You want to pay President Trump back for everything that he did then you should be on the bandwagon because the best thing we can do is make sure the people who did that to him and would do that to you or anybody else that they disagree with goes to jail i can't move on dear god who's going to hold the democrats accountable well i'm not sure it's the republicans But we are going to try on Thursday night a new angle entirely. 
I had a team of researchers here at Blaze Media do a little digging to uncover as many Hunter Biden crimes as they could find. Mind you, I told our researchers to only provide me with the list of crimes which they have concrete evidence. Crimes that are so obvious, so well documented, that a half-wit prosecutor could secure a conviction. Nothing even close to the line. Just, wow, did he do that? So let me give you just a couple of the crimes he's uh, we've uncovered. In Arizona, 2016, Hunter crashed his car while uh, on crack cocaine. They decided not to prosecute. Connecticut, uh, over uh, the space of two days, the president's son solicited six different prostitute, prostitutes to service him. Uh, prosecutors declined to uh, press any charges. Delaware 2019 records from Hunter Biden's laptop document a minimum of nine instances of him using or purchasing illegal drugs. Prosecutors have declined to press charges. I could go on and on. All told, our researchers have documented. Now, remember, only the rock solid ones, 150 crimes that Hunter Biden committed, ranging from drugs, guns, prostitution to influence peddling and tax fraud. These are undisputed and well-documented. Yet nobody is pressing charges. I am disgusted and fed up. If any of us had done a tenth of this, we'd be in prison today. I have a plan, and I'm going to need your help to make it work. I'm going to outline it on Thursday, this coming Thursday, 8 p.m. on Blaze TV. Commercial-free special that is happening 8 p.m. on Thursday. We need all hands on deck to make this work, so tune in, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, invite them over to watch the special with you. This, stop waiting for the Calvary. Hello, America. You are the Calvary. It is time to ensure justice is served. You fed up? Join us now. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code FEDUP. You'll save 30 bucks. The Glenn Beck Program. I want to tell you about uh, a life you helped save. It started with Lillian. She was in a very dark place when she found a preborn clinic on the internet search and reached out the choice she was faced with making was beyond difficult she literally held the life and death of her unborn child in her hands she didn't know what to do her client advocate reminded her that even if she believed there was no one else she could turn to she could always turn to god and lillian chose to keep her baby the preborn staff helped her through it and is still helping her today after her daughter, Zara, was born. Since then, Lillian has described them as her safe place. This is what preborn does. When an, expect, unex, uh, when an expecting mother unexpectedly meets her unborn child through an ultrasound, odds are she chooses life for that baby. Preborn needs your help. Will you donate anything, especially if you can do it monthly? Donate, dial pound 250, say the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or visit preborn.com slash Beck, sponsored by Preborn. You can save 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV right now. Use the promo code FEDUP at blazetv.com slash Glenn. 
Our researchers have uh, have worked diligently on uh, crimes, and we are going to now uh, try something on Thursday to blind justice again. Justice has to be blind. But justice is not blind because it's in the hands of all of the people in Washington, D.C., and it is completely and totally corrupt. No one pays for anything that they do. You tired of it? Great. It's time for us to hand you a constitutional legal stick that's very pointy that will blind justice again. And I'll give that to you on Thursday, and we want everybody to see it together because we're going to lay everything out and then show you how to fix it. And if, if you are there and you do the things that we are suggesting, I think you're going to see some people start to pay for crimes um, because the people have the power and we'll explain that more in depth on thursday you don't want to miss it now there's a couple of other things that are going on that will show you why we must have blind justice washington is so fully corrupt we have now the just on the durham report yesterday we have the clinton campaign we have barack obama former president we have joe biden We have the CIA and the FBI all colluding to make sure that Donald Trump is labeled a uh, uh, a defector or, um, you know, a shill for the Russians. They knew it. They executed it perfectly, according to plan. And no one paid any price. Do you think they're going to stop? Of course not. What did they do the next election? The very next election, the FBI, which had the laptop of Hunter Biden, knew exactly what was in it, had known that that laptop was probably going to come out before the election. So what did they do? According now to the Twitter files, we know the FBI went to Twitter and all of the uh, social media companies and said, you're going to you know, they're going to try to take down the president. uh, or the vice president's bid to become president through his son. There's lots of Russian interference. Well, you already know that from last time. Well, no, they already knew before they even started the investigation that that wasn't true. So they used that same lie a second time in 2020 to tell them not to do anything with the Hunter Biden laptop. That affects the election. If you talk to people who now know about it, they say they would have never voted for Biden had they known about it. So they influenced another election. If you think this is free and fair, it's not. And we we have the you don't have to go to the ballot box. All you have to do is go to the Justice Department, the CIA, uh, the NSA uh, and the Democratic Party. The justice system, once you go through that, what chance do you have? What chance do you have? Now, let me give you let me give you the latest on another whistleblower. Three FBI officials will testify in alleged abuses of power by FBI leadership 
ranging from discrimination against conservatives to inflation of domestic terrorism statistics. These whistleblowers are coming out, former agents, local, saying what Washington was telling us to do changes everything. We were told that even uh, child sex crimes, not important. What's important is the domestic terrorist uh, uh, angle. And so they had to take on as separate cases all of the January 6th things. Okay, They pushed everything else aside. This is happening on Thursday. But you also have now retaliation on the IRS. Yesterday, the IRS... uh, fired the entire investigative team that was looking into Hunter Biden. And the reason why they did it is because there was a whistleblower in that group. And the whistleblower had gone to Congress and said, they have known for a long time what the crimes are, and they are not doing anything. In fact, the Biden administration is leaning hard on the IRS to make this go away. So you have a whistleblower. He's willing to testify. The head of the IRS is asked by Congress. We have a whistleblower. You are not to retaliate. There will be no retaliation. Yesterday, they fired everyone on that team. Now, what do you think that's all about? Okay, how about this one? The lead prosecutor on January 6th, do you know who his name is? Never even heard of him. Name is Matthew Graves. Who is Matthew Graves? Wait until you hear this story, how it ends. He's really kind of a nobody. I mean, yes, he worked on the Biden-Harris campaign. He gave $2,000. He was a domestic policy advisor for the campaign, and he worked at the same uh, law firm that Kamala Harris's husband worked at. So he kowtows and it pays off for him. He gets a cushy job, probably the most politically charged U.S. attorney's office in the country. He's the guy who is making the decisions in the District of Columbia. Since he took over, he has changed everything. Now, He escalates all of the investigations into January 6th. However, he is letting people go that are actually committing crimes. He is in the uh, position of prosecuting both local and federal crimes in the nation's capital. Gun crimes, carjackings, skyrocketing, homicides up 9%. He's under fire from community groups for letting all of these people go. So the House Oversight Committee going to hear from Graves today. And Chairperson James Comer threatened to issue a subpoena after the Justice Department said, no, Graves is too busy. He can't come in for questions. Really? So he's doing all he can to let criminals go. Instead, he's focused on January 6th defendants. So here's the question 
the series of questions that should be asked today by the Republicans. Mr. Graves, the Washington Post recently reported that you have one of the highest, if not the highest, declination rates in the country. According to one site that tracks crime data in D.C., you have refused to prosecute two-thirds of all criminal cases brought to you by police, double what it was in 2015. You blame the lack of resources for refusing to prosecute, repeat, violent offenders who threaten security of the nation's capital. At the same time, can you tell us how many January 6 cases were brought to you by the FBI over the past 28 months? Have you declined any of those? Not only are you proceeding at full steam with January 6 cases, you told the Washington Post last year you plan to double the current caseload, currently more than 1,000 cases to at least 2,000. What percentage of your office time is spent on January 6 cases versus the prosecution of local criminal crimes? In court documents, question three, your office repeatedly refers to January 6th as a domestic terror attack. In some cases, you're asking for domestic terror enhancements at sentencing. Terror attacks always involve the killing of innocent individuals. Mr. Graves, how many January 6th defendants are charged with murder? To continue that inquiry, how many are charged with using a firearm or bringing a firearm into the building? Explosives are also a common feature of terrorist attacks. Do you have any update on the pipe bombs found at the headquarters of both the RNC and DNC on January 6th, which prompted the evacuation of adjacent house buildings and diverted law enforcement away from the Capitol? In fact, Mr. Graves, most of the charges against Capitol protesters are misdemeanors. Is that correct? According to your latest Capitol attack update, 80% of the plea deals you extracted from January 6th defendants are for misdemeanor offenses. The most common charge is parading or picketing in the Capitol. A petty offense almost always handled in the D.C. Superior Court that results in a ticket and minimal fine. But your office is asking for prison time for between 14 days and six months for the plea deals for parading could you explain that mayor browser said last week you would propose legislation to reform the city's pre-trial detention policies for repeat offenders arresting for new crimes in response you said recent dialogue related to pre-trial detention meaning denied bail has been over how can we have more people released because they have not been convicted but isn't that the standard your office applies for those charged on January 6th? You've demanded pretrial detention for dozens of Capitol protesters, the overwhelming majority of whom have no criminal record, some accused of committing no violent crime on January 6th. A handful were in custody for nearly two years waiting for your office. On that note, you seek excessive prison sentences for January 6th defendants. For example, Thomas Caldwell is a decorated and disabled Navy veteran with no criminal history. Caldwell was not charged with any violent crime on January 6th. In fact, he never entered the Capitol building. Nevertheless, you added a seditious conspiracy charge to his case shortly after taking office. 
After a jury trial, Caldwell was convicted of one obstruction count and one count of tampering with evidence. And you asked the judge to sentence him. who He is nearly 70 years old. You sentenced him to 14 years in prison. Could you explain why he deserves to die in jail? Uh, this goes on and on. This is from uh, Victor Davis Hanson, his column today. It is a must read. And this this testimony is uh, is happening. Uh, I think it's today. Didn't I say today? Uh, it's happening today. And these questions should be asked and answered because there's yet another whistleblower that is tied to the DOJ and the Pentagon that says the way they are arresting people on January 6th for the January 6th thing is exactly the tactics we use in the war on terror overseas, including the police being in on a uh, traffic stop to scare somebody so they run or act nervous, but then don't arrest them they're just kind of making them nerve wracked so when they do come in with the flash uh, grenades, uh, that person is already freaked out beyond their belief. You will not believe what they're doing. Now, New York Times, you really have the balls to say nothing new to see here? Really? More in a minute. Your credit card debt is getting more expensive all the time, and if you're only able to make the minimum payment each month, it can be overwhelming trying to find a way out of debt. It's going to take years, because most months you're not even touching the principal balance. Um, if you own a home now, there is possibly a better way for you. It's not right for everybody, but I want you to look into it. Tapping into your home's equity to pay off those high-interest debts. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. If you're paying 20, 21, 25% interest, why not take that and roll that into your mortgage and pay 5% interest? You can save a ton of money, both in the short and long term. And the people that can help you do that is American Financing. Call American Financing today at 800 906 2440. 800 906 2440. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So you have enough going on in your life. When's the last time you uh, checked the legal title to your home? I mean, never probably is the answer to that. Maybe when you first bought the home and that's about it. Well, you need to check for home title theft. It's real. It's a nightmare. It is really ruined thousands of lives. And our home's titles are online now. So any hacker can get to them if, with enough effort. And then they have like local governments to deal with. And, you know, they're not on top of this stuff. So what do you do? How do you stop this? Can your home be sold out from underneath you? It's happened to a ton of people and the crime is growing far too fast. So what do you do? Home Title Lock is there. They they showed me how, how easy it was to uh, find your home's title and to forge it. And then they could just take control of your home. Luckily, they didn't actually do that to me, but they could have. And that's terrifying. 
Now, of course, I have Home Title Lock, so I don't have to worry about that anymore. Home Title Lock helps shut this kind of thing down. It's what they do. They do it better than anyone. This is not the kind of thing that you want to find out about after the damage has been done. So be proactive and stop the crime before it happens. How do you know some criminal hasn't taken over the title to your home? Well, find out for free with sign up and get 30 days of risk-free protection when you use the promo code BECK at HomeTitleLock.com. The promo code is BECK at HomeTitleLock.com. It's your home. You need to protect it. HomeTitleLock.com. The code is BECK. Welcome to the uh, program. We're glad you're here. Um, Stu and I were just talking about, you know, what is all of these things that are happening? This is the, this is the most corrupt administration in all of American history. And that's saying something. This goes so far beyond Watergate, which were former CIA people working on behalf of the reelection commission. This is this is like what Hillary Clinton did to set up that that's that's Watergate working in conjunction with the White House. They knew it and getting some off the books, you know, Christopher Steele stuff. OK, but then they involved the Justice Department and everything else. So that's huge. Then you have the FBI and DOJ and the IRS stonewalling any kind of investigation into Hunter Biden. And then you have everyone who's working on that case at the IRS fired. How could that possibly happen? I mean, just that, just that alone is, I mean, if it happened, I mean, I don't know how anybody doubts now, but we should wait until we see the yeah, evidence. Sure. But um, if that happened... How does that not bring this president? I mean, it's, it's incredibly erratic behavior by the president. If he actually did that, it seems like the type of thing you do in anger. It seems like the type of thing that, that turns around and blows up a presidency. You know, we're not talking about it. It's not even the biggest focus of the today. But if that's true, he fired all the investigators on a son. I mean, that's the type of thing that even some on the left wouldn't want to overlook. Now, of course... They will. The media is there to aid him every step of the way. So, of course, it will probably not turn into anything. But that is the, I mean, you know, it's the type of thing you'd yeah. expect from a Nixon administration. The Glenn Beck Program.